You're listening to a 9to5.cc podcast. Hey everyone, just a quick reminder that if you're going to be making any purchases on Amazon.com, Amazon.ca, or Zazzle.com, please go to www.9to5.cc first and click the links in the sidebar or at the bottom of the page to support the site. It makes no difference to you, but it really helps us out a lot. Enjoy the show. Thanks. Welcome everybody to a very special episode of the 9to5 Entertainment System. It's very special because all of our episodes are very special. And also we'll take this opportunity to remind you to go to Cult Montreal and vote for 9ES as the best podcast in the city. We're the best. We're the best. Ah! John, what do we talk about? Uh, so many things. We talked about hockey because it's playoff season and that's pretty much all we care about right now. Then we talked about alcohol and emotions and how you use alcohol to not have emotions. We talked about Hemlock Grove, the new show on Netflix. We talked about The Dark Tower, which is now maybe going to be a TV show, rumor mill. We talked about Game of Thrones and how, why does Jamie have hearts all around it? Because you guys are all gay for him. Yeah, that's all right. That's and, true. Yeah, I can't see anything wrong with that. So then <laughs> we talked about Tiamat and Kidville and the D&D uh, TV show from the 80s, which was shite. Uh-oh. And then we talked about... Tiamat! How- Tiamat, whoa! And then we talked about how we really want to see a Castlevania movie. Uh, then we hop in, obviously, to Casablanca and how it was a current event movie at the time it came out. Yep. Watch all the old movies. Uh, transition seamlessly into professional wrestling in the WWE. <clears throat> and then, of course, we go from there to Pagan Fest and folk metal. That leads, obviously, into Sophie's new friend, the Scottish boy. Uh, John swears off anime, and then we talk about anime for a little while, including how we all love... <laughs> we talk about the anime that we love. And then we talk about 80s cartoons and science fiction and how it was really omnipresent. So, where do we go from there? Pokemon, because why not? This is anime. Yeah, Pokemon. Uh, we then go on to talk about the Final Fantasy for iPod game and other kind of little handheld device games. Um, then you guys went on about dancers and bards, and I was like, what? And I didn't really know what to write down there. <laughs> that was Final Fantasy Tactics talk. You yeah. know what we're talking about, Final Fantasy Tactics. And then uh, we talked a bit about uh, Keith's article, Tomb of Horrors, and how well-received it was on Reddit. Lords of Creation, and how that will bring Scott back to gaming, should John run it. Molson <laughs> Kick, because caffeine and beer together are just wonderful. And then we talked a little bit about 9 to 5 and the comic behind the scenes, and how we're not very organized. We need some more caffeinated beer up in here. Yep. This is the 9 to 5 Entertainment System, and you're about to get your ears oh, raped by our sound Entertainment system. This Where are we is also starting now? Yeah, dude. That's how we do it. When have we ever started with anything less than this? Every time. Every other time was the worst time. <laughs> Every time that we started this podcast, it has been the worst way to start a podcast. That's right. It's game one of Montreal versus Ottawa in the round one of the Stanley Cup playoffs. This will be, if you're listening to this, it means we either swept Ottawa on Tuesday or we're playing game five against Ottawa tonight. When you're listening to this podcast, because this podcast is happening a week after we record it. You could be just like us as we listen to the game while exactly. we record it. You'll Only be listening to the game while listening to us. It'll be so awesome. That's and I'm, re- I'm super excited. So that makes our play-by-play terrible. Yeah, exactly. about a different game completely. It's true. I also got super psyched because at work I found out that I'm going to game two. I'm going to be there live. So yep. if we lose, it's a terrible disaster. I'll be like super bummed. But you can drink all the free booze, right? It's true. Right. We're in the, it's in the Desjardins yeah. section. You do so. have that to console you. Yeah, except that I'll feel really bummed that the first playoff game that I ever go to is a loss for the Habs. I'll feel like... I was like not if you take full advantage of the booze. Yeah, it's true. You, you will not feel super feel bummed. Anything. The other thing is, is like, it's in the Desjardins section, which I think it's like they're like 200-something plus tickets. $200 plus tickets, right? With all the food and the, okay. the beers. So, and, so I would feel way worse if my first ever playoff ticket was in the Desjardins section that I paid for. So speaking of alcohol, uh, a scientific study was released this week... That said that people who chronically drink alcohol to the point of getting drunk are less able to feel emotions, which... John! That's the goddamn point! Yeah, exactly. I was like, that just seems to be like what pirates knew all along. <laughs> I think that's really the science of the obvious. How much money did this study cost? That's what I want to know. Like, how how much of that money could have I drink so it doesn't hurt anymore? Like, that's like the. 
But then it becomes true. Problems? Now let's go get drunk until we can't feel feelings. <laughs> yeah, seriously, they just fucking. Yeah, the alcohol. One of the centers of the brain it targets is the ability to have emotions. Sounds great. That Ooh. explains my increase in alcohol intake of late. The time for some gin. Gin, gin, gin. John drinking gin by the cup. Pints. <laughs> Nice. Like, that is a pint glass. John found a pint glass to for be his fair, gin. there's a whole bunch of Perrier in there, too. Oh, it's just slightly diluted. That's right. But then the amount of fizzy drink that you put in your gin goes less and less as, like, the second or third pint of it happens. Oh, doesn't it for everybody? <laughs> That's chemistry. <laughs> yeah, I know. 90S, the science show. <laughs> when Sarah was like, like, you can see right now that there's Perrier in there, but, like, it's not really fizzing. And Sarah was wait, like, wait, wait, wait. How can you see that there's Perrier in there? No, you can't. It's not fizzing. Yeah. Okay, so that's it. You can't really see because, like, Perrier and stuff is, like, less fizzy than, like, a soda. Yeah. Yeah. So there was one time where Sarah was just sort of like, John just brought back a glass of gin and it's not fizzing or anything. I think he (laughs) just poured himself a pint of gin and put a a few ice cubes in there. (laughs) And you're like, doo-doo-doo-doo-doo, just, like, drinking it away. And we're like... John's going to – there was that time where you went to, like, Jaime and Coco's and, like, for the third period of hockey and then just, like, pounded a few pints of gin and got, like, really drunk, like, instantly. Gin. That was Jack Daniels and that oh. was fucking – No, 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 We're talking about, like, a couple weeks ago. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's like you showed up in between, like, the second and the third period and then yeah. just got, like, super drunk, super fast. We're yeah. like – you were like, I forgot to eat, guys. Yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> Hitting the gin pretty much straight up and not eating. Yeah. So, anyway, what are we uh, – you said you had a thing. Sort of. I watched Hemlock Grove today. You guys hear anything what? about this? I've heard about it. I haven't Hemlock seen it yet. Grove. I've so, seen the big banners of it yeah, for it on like Netflix. Was, so I only watched the first episode. It's like um, uh, Netflix's answer for American Horror Story, basically. Okay. Like it's, really um, only on Netflix, right? Only on Netflix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is now that's the it's third, the third, fourth one. Like, they had like two or three. There's House of Cards. House of Cards. <laughs> they were apparently like fucking awful. Yeah. Or just like super low budget. Just them trying to figure out if it was. Yeah, like Little Hammer or whatever they have. Yeah, something one of like that. And I take back that comment about them being fucking awful. I didn't see them, but I just I just heard they were like kind of forgettable. Okay. And then it was House of Cards. This is their second big one. Then there's Arrested Development coming out, and then they're in talks right now, which is pretty fucking exciting to do Stephen King's The Dark Tower. They found a director who's like super keen on the series and. And they're like, hey, yeah, we could do that. It's a super high budget, uh, whatever. Anyway, explain like I'm five, the Dark Tower. I, I, I haven't read it all, but from what I have read, that is not possible. Okay. Scott, Am I wrong? Uh, I've only read the Robert Browning poem. That was the inspiration. I've never read. Okay. The bits that I have read, it's like this guy who's like wandering around trying to sort of like dueling with the devil, but like across time and space. And it's like a Krista Berg song. A little bit. But it. it <laughs> And he's like a gunslinger, and then he kind of like elements of all of Stephen King's other books kind of like seep into the stories, and it's kind of like a fantasy, like a dark, grim fantasy. Randall Flagg makes a cameo. Yeah. And... Weird. The, the yeah. clown, I think Pennywise is like one of the main villains, but like a, like a, like an aspect of the villain, not Pennywise himself. I see. It's really kind of confusing, but apparently like fucking amazing. Is it like his... I've really never been that yeah. much of a Stephen King. I've only oh, read a couple right. of shorts and stuff. So is it like it's supposed to be like his, his opus? Yeah, I think like like a lot of people don't like it, and then the people who are like big Stephen King fans basically all swear by it as his like grand masterpiece work. Well, you know how much you waited for Dance with Dragons? Yeah. That was yeah. what people were waiting for for the next Dark Tower book. Yeah, I heard a lot like, of people talking yeah. about it. How many did you write? Like Seven, I think. Yeah, I think and I, remember, I, think, yeah. I remember hearing Wolves of Kala was like the one that had taken so long for it to come out. I tried I reading know. it. I read the first one, except for the last few chapters. Honestly, I was so bored, I didn't even bother finish it. I really liked the first one. I don't yeah. even know why I didn't pick up the other ones. I just just didn't happen. TLDR. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it doesn't no, like it's re- really long. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, anyway, so... Um, Hemlock Grove. Hemlock Grove is, like, basically American Horror Story, and then, but, like, mixed a little bit with Twilight. So you have, like, a guy who is, You like, had me until I know, Twilight. I know, I know. <laughs> You right. had me at American Horror Story, Maybe. you lost me at Twilight, so, but... there's, like, the pretty rich boy who's, like, clean and vaguely vampiric-looking, although he's clearly not a vampire. Is his name Gavin Darktooth? No. And then there's, like, the, the scruffy gypsy boy who is, like, clearly the werewolfy kind of guy, like, from, from Twilight. And then there's multiple chicks Rodrigo Malchior. I don't know. I, I couldn't really, like, grab onto the plot. Some Romani. chick got murdered violently. 
Nobody's listening. Some chick oh, got murdered by the listener is listening. And that was like the start, the like gestation of the plot. And then like the rich guy is clearly very rich. And there's some weird sci-fi kind of elements getting thrown in. But okay. the whole thing like felt like ultra jumbled. Like it just. I think it sounds like a bit of a mess. It was a total fucking clusterfuck mess. And it made no sense that the like things didn't really seem to follow together. And like I'm kind of imagining they're going to get their shit together. As so it was a little bit like a, American Horror Story season two. Except that even with season two, like you knew it was it was like focused around an asylum. You could like grab onto that as being like the thing. Okay, we're always going to have this asylum and people crazy. Yeah, people it's like here. the set piece that like yeah. shit happens around. So you're saying it's like Firefly when it was on TV, just kind of because it was showed out, out of, of order. order. No, <laughs> well, I only watched one episode, so I can't even know. But like the like, I don't know. I don't even know how to describe it that well. I feel terrible. Like you, like you jumped up. in on episode three. And you're just <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. What? And nothing really made sense. And then there's no like core element to the story that was presented that made me – that was something you could grab onto. You know, like if you're watching – you can watch a random, crazy, out-of-order <clears throat> story. But there has to be like an element, a character that you want to – you identify with and you cling to or a plot the, line that the you The Luke like, Skywalker. The... Yeah, or, or, or a plot line that's like this is the adventure plot line. So like you know kind of how it's going to go and you feel – you feel like more plugged into the story. So I was just like totally disengaged from this whole thing. I still am going to watch a couple more episodes in case they, they like get it their shit together. Or something? Yeah, the production value is very, very high. Similar to House of Cards. Like it definitely looks like a movie. Cool. TV you know show. what? I feel a little bit similar, um, although to a lesser extent, because uh, I tried watching Vikings. Vikings. Um, oh, shit, yeah. yeah Game um, of Thrones right. without dragons. <clears throat> Pretty I heard much. heard about it. It's actually, yeah. I, I downloaded the, the first uh, six episodes, I believe. Yeah. Legally the from first iTunes. One. Yep. Yeah, I, I watched the first one. And I thought it was really well done and interesting looking, but it, it failed to get me. Gabriel Byrne is in there. Hmm. He's, Gabriel he's Byrne. kind of a cool guy who tries to be more cool. Who's Gabriel Byrne? He's, he's an a very actor. famous actor. Yeah, but the Crying Game. The Stigmata. Oh my god, that movie was so bad. Uh, Miller's Crossing. Usual Suspects. Dude, the fuck. Alright, so... Oh, gotcha! Gabriel Byrne, Usual yeah. Suspects. Okay. Yeah. I, watched, I watched his TV show called <laughs> In Treatment. Which I thought was really, really good. It's like he's like a like a therapist, and then every episode is like one of his a session with one of his clients, and then they like they all come back, and eventually he goes in therapy. Also, it was really kind of like very different, like super slow paced, but like super intense character study kind of TV. I really enjoyed that. Huh. It was excellent. Nice. I'm pretty much. Well, speaking of, of television, uh, everyone mostly caught up on Game of Thrones season I three. Didn't see this week's, but I saw everything up to it. Uh, this week's was excellent. Really, truly <laughs> excellent. The, it's got sauce. What? 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 Storm of Swords. <laughs> got sauce. Season two has got cock. This one's got sauce. Oh, Game of Thrones. Storm of Swords. Got right. sauce. Right. Yeah, because season because it's always it was Game yeah, of Thrones. Really Clash works, of Kings. That really works when you write it down. It just totally doesn't work when you say it. <laughs> this yeah. isn't yeah. a visual medium, Keith. No, but it, it worked. <laughs> That's the joke because it was Game of Thrones. Clash of Kings, which right. shrunk to cock. got cock. Yeah. And now it's Game of Thrones. Storm of Swords, which has got sauce. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was great. So, so what, what, happened, would, what would book four be? <coughs> well, Got fuck. Season Feast of Crows. Season four is going to be the second half of book three. <laughs> book three right? yeah. so, Got done. Uh, you've all read the books. Of I've read the uh, books. Haven't been watching the show. Okay. So what happened? Uh, it's got the the bath scene where Jamie finally tells the story of Super why he's badass. the Kingslayer. Yep. Mm-hmm. Killer. Yeah. yeah. But I, I'd actually nice. say has more impact in the show than it did in the book. Because really? in, in like in that single scene, the actor playing Jamie Lannister like more or less like just about wins over the audience. You're like, oh man, I feel really this guy. Well, they they like, shat all over him in episode three. Yeah, rolling yeah. around in the mud, getting like drinking. No, for sure, but like, but that happens great. in the book. But in the yeah. book, because you're, I, I think because first of all, the book's longer and takes its time more and stuff like that. Yeah. Like because like book three is really where they start to like present Jamie as maybe. Not just a cocksucker. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I was like, you always got the impression that he was intelligent and whatever else, but yeah. you were like, book three is like, you've, have you read them all, Sophie? Or are you. I have read them all except for the last two. So you've read three out of five. That's that is correct. not at all of them all. <laughs> that's okay. Don't ask me to make sense. <laughs> okay, so you don't know. But she has read book three, so it's fine. Yeah. Okay, no, but she. Does the mission the for Brienne show. happen in book three? Brienne and Jamie hang no. out quite a bit in book three. Yes, but he doesn't give her. The, the, no, they don't. Okay. You're gonna you're into spoilers now. Okay, okay, no, no, no but that, that's what I'm saying. So you, that that's sort of later in the series where you start to be like, oh shit, he's way more good. Right. right. But book three is where they start to put the seeds of like, oh, he's maybe good. But yeah. because you were dealt with the book so much of him being a jackass, you're like, when that bad scene happens, you're like, oh maybe. But I found like 
because of the pacing of the TV show, it's almost a fucking about face where you're like, oh, fuck. Like, yeah. Well, what I really liked about it is in the books, it's a really good, important scene for that character mm-hmm. where, like, like Keith was saying, it is kind of a an opening a door to making this character somewhat sympathetic, even totally. though he did throw a little child out of a window of a tower. Well, yeah. but to be fair, if that little child told anyone what he saw, Jamie Lannister would have been killed. Oh, yeah, that totally justifies it, Keith. Absolutely does. Also, he lived. I mean, what's his fucking arm? Crippled in medieval times. Yeah, not really great. Yeah, but he can yeah. warg. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah, we didn't know that. But either way, if someone was like, hey, if I accuse you of this crime, you'll absolutely be killed because not only is it incest, it's also fucking sleeping with the fucking queen. Well, and it also brings slander to your family name. Slander to the fucking the one of the seven great families of Westeros. Right, so we've yeah. got to kill that little kid. Whatever, we've there's got four star children. They can... We've got to establish that Keith will kill children to protect his incestuous relationship from ever getting out. Got it. And you remember how often we talk about his mom? (laughs) Correct. (laughs) Anyways. But, like, it's a really important scene in the book, but not super exciting, right? He just tells this story to to Brienne. And I was so happy that the TV series took it seriously and gave it the amount of of gravity and importance that the character deserved for that scene. I was I was really blown away by it and I was really happy with that. Yep. I'm pumped. I'm pumped. I haven't uh, I haven't legally acquired it yet. Really enjoying this season so far. Lots of yeah. cool stuff and um paying attention to the key moments and, and this this is basically everyone's favorite book, right? Right. Yeah. And, and I and I get all the big shit happens. Except feel... except it's some people's least favorite book. Really? Are they dumb? No wait, Well no it's Jaime. Jaime put the book down afterwards and halfway through I just gave up. He hit the red wedding and gave up. So I guess the season finale is probably going to be the red wedding. Probably. Like that's that is kind of the, the weddings, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so that's perfect. Man, yeah. that's going to be such a good episode. Holy shit. People are going to shit their faces off. Even and there's <laughs> great characters that people we, who have the not be, seen. The best, like the best part about it, though, is because Rob is not Rob is not a narrator, so you don't really – you only kind of ever hear secondhand what's going on in the yeah. books with Rob. And in the TV show, he's it like – It drives me insane. What? It drives me insane. What? I wish we had a narrative from Rob. Well, you Why? do in the show. so boring. I love yeah. Rob. I think he's freaking awesome. So he runs around and fights some wars. Totally like, would. It, he's cool. I liked Ed, Ned. I did, Ned was my favorite. And then, and then, Ned was interesting because he had honor and experience and history. does not work. It, honor doesn't function. Okay, well, it doesn't work, of... but it's interesting. It yeah. is interesting. Rob, Rob is just a teenager. That's okay, but he's gaining experience even though he lacks it. Everything else, he's pretty much his dad. Oh, wait. The most recent episode is where he starts to make mistakes. Yeah. Like where he uh, he kills the kills what's his name Car Stark, and Sarah's yeah. like, "But you're losing your army," and I'm like, "Cause he's Ned Stark's son." Yeah. And then he's like, "This and that," and it's like, "Cause he's Ned Stark's son." He's like, "Why up. is he making these terrible decisions?" Because he's, he's Ned, Ned Stark's son. <laughs> and the thing is, you're sort of like, "We need another army," and there's only one army who hasn't cared for, like, who hasn't like picked uh, a side. who hasn't picked a side. I was supposed to marry his daughter. We're going to see the phrase. And Sarah's like, that's going to work out terribly. I was like, man, you have no idea. (laughs) Oh, poor Sarah. Yeah, I know. (laughs) You know, but like just as a viewer, like just watching it, she hasn't read the books or anything. I was like, even she sees how fucking dumb Dumb you're going to be fucking showing up to Walter Frey being like, hey, help me. I know that I fucking betrothed your daughter to be the like queen of the north, but I just married some fucking bitch. Yep. Uh, Also, Oleana... uh... The grandmother character? Yeah, the Queen of Thorns. Oleana Tyrell. Oh, yeah, she's fantastic. She's fantastic. And I she has this great character. little throwaway scene with Tyrion. And you could see Tyrion just kind of falls in love with her a little bit. Yeah. Just a little bit. He was like, why couldn't I be your son? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That last scene with the, like, um, like it closes on when, when Tywin is like, so Tyrion, you're going to marry Sansa, and he's like, and fucking Cersei's all like, tee-hee-hee, like, ha-ha, Tyrion has to do something stupid or whatever, and he's like, and Cersei, you're going to uh, marry Loras, and she's like, what? And he's like, and obviously fucking secure Highgarden, fucking stop being a stupid bitch, yep. you're being useless. Oh my god, he's so like- fucking good. <laughs> no, it, this, there was a scene in uh, in episode three where, um, what's her face, um... Why don't I remember her name? Oh, Cersei? Cersei goes in and, like, sits down and tries to win over Tywin, and she's just, like, fucks it up so bad. And he's like, so... Go ahead. Go what? ahead, then. Fucking prove your worth. Let's see it. I just I just <laughs> love the fact that she's ending up having to marry someone else who will have no interest in sleeping with her. <laughs> Yet again. Yep. Like, yeah, she's hot for her brother, and that's gross and all, but her husbands don't want her at all. Yep. <laughs> like... 
Oh yeah, Hemlock uh, Grove also had incest thrown in there just to just because apparently all the hip shows these days have to have some kind of incest. Exactly, yeah. like True Blood and exactly Game of Thrones and Grey's Anatomy. Grey's Anatomy, have you watch Are you watching Game of Grey's Anatomy, buddy? Now that you're now that you're home. What am I watching now? I'm watching a lot of Conan, The Adventurer. Still, man. Again, I'm going to tell you the great thing about that show: the bad guys keep winning episodes. Really? Yeah. It's just. They they get more star metal and they, Conan never breaks his curse and then they leave and they win and the bad guys win all the time. It's amazing. Awesome. At least uh, Tiamat's not hiding in the uh, hiding in the Tiamat. <laughs> Tiamat. <laughs> wah, wah. <laughs> we were talking about the old Dungeons and Dragons cartoon, Sophie, right. and apparently, like quite literally, Tiamat's just like hiding everywhere, hiding in the fucking closet and stuff like they're in the kitchen and tiamat's just in the pantry avengers in our kitchen what are we gonna do quick hide in the pantry tiamat (laughs) what all the time no matter no matter what's happening because they can't beat the the bad guy at all avenger so the only thing he's afraid of is tiamat so no matter where they go and avengers chasing them tiamat is sleeping somewhere right by there they go climbing a mountain and he's just like in a cave like trying to explain this to someone who doesn't know DD. uh tiamat is like the equivalent of darth vader to star wars he's just like the ultimate bad creature a literal evil dragon god right so just imagine if you're luke skywalker and you're like oh no boba fett is chasing us down and then you open a door vader's there and Every you're like, time. Womp womp. It's Vader. Run away. <laughs> There's that sound. Cue the like, <laughs> them running around. It's so great. he's like, I want to watch this. I do. I remember loving that cartoon when I was a kid. Yeah, me too. I, I remember. Uh, that's the one that has the roller coaster at the start, and that's yeah. the one they get sucked in the portal. The Dungeons and Dragons ride. Yeah. I remember. I remember Kid Video. What? What's kid? Do you mean Captain and the Game Master? No, Kid no, Video. It was kid a music video. band that got sucked into a cartoon world that had no really? music. Yes. And they bring music to the cartoon world? Yeah, and it's, it's like super riding. damaging. It's, it's super damaging? Like to cool. the v- leaders of that world who want to chase them down. It's like, we're going to enslave you yeah. and play yeah. music. Ha ha, catch you on the flip side. It was amazing. <laughs> wow, Sophie, thanks for the context. <laughs> speaking, of, speaking of Captain N, why has there been no movie made of Castlevania? Doesn't that I was sound like? Say, why has there been no movie made of Captain, Captain N? <laughs> Shut up grit, and take my money. A gritty reboot. Yeah. <laughs> gritty reboot of Captain N. Okay, but there was, there was like a, a bad DS Street Fighter movie and a yeah. bad Mario Brothers movie. Oh yeah, John Leguizamo. Look at oh, you, buddy. Yeah. They're not even brothers in the Mario Brothers movie. Uh, they were like brothers. Two so-so Mortal Kombat movies. Fuck uh, you, man. The first one was amazing. The second one was cool because it, it had so James Remar and he's sexy. So much fun. Castlevania. It's freaking vampires and a, a, a vampire hunter. And a guy totally. with a whip. Well, there was Helsing. And there yeah, was Blood Rain. And Blood Rain. And there God, was if, you okay, called, no. if you called Helsing Castlevania, that movie is a lot better all of a sudden. Like, instantly. That's basically what Helsing is. It was the Castlevania yeah, but fucking movie. You just call him Simon Belmont. Think about the opening scene is him climbing up a clock tower and fighting with a fucking golem. I right. And he tower. throws. He's got. Like, <laughs> that's good. We almost missed that one. <laughs> No, wait, was it a goal? It was something. Whatever. And and he fights a Frankenstein? It was a Frankenstein in the fucking clock tower. No, it was Jack the Ripper. Exactly. A goddamn fucking Castlevania level. No, Jekyll and Hyde. It was Mr. Hyde. Oh, yeah. But he looked like a big Frankenstein monster. He looked like a big monkey man. Yeah. Yeah? Maybe I don't remember this. You know what was really bad, Alex G? Alex G was really bad. That was really bad. Tom Sawyer is like my favorite actor. Oh my god! Uh, I remember going to see Alex G at the AMC, whatever, and was just like, Ugh. like I had like just gotten into the comic too, because I was like, this comic is amazing! It's fucking Alan Moore ripping it up, literary things, and you can see my Alan soda Moore. pop tasted like Alan Moore's tears. Yeah, and I was <laughs> like, because uh. then I was like, and like you kind of should have known because uh, <sighs> From Hell had come out first, and From Hell was like what started Alan Moore's like. Anti-moviness? From Hell was at least a a watchable movie. Yeah, exactly. But I was like, whatever. Alan Moore's just the baby. He doesn't know what fucking makes a good movie. From Hell was all right. Alex G, because Alex G apparently he was involved with originally and then walked walked off the set or something. Yeah, could it be possibly the part of the script where they decided to have a car chase in In Venice? Venice? Yeah. The only city in the world (laughs) with no streets. (laughs) 
I don't think I saw this. <laughs> you don't want <laughs> okay. to. You do Fucking awful. Like it. Okay. Like the weirdest, the, the dumb, the absolute, absolute dumbest part about it is that for like no apparent reason they add characters, right? Yeah. Tom Fucking Sawyer. Tom Sawyer and Dorian Gray. I guess it was to give them. Um, not even Dorian Gray is fucking uh, Oscar Wilde. Oscar Wilde. So, because I was like trying to think of like American literary figures, but Oscar Wilde's British. It sure is. But Tom Sawyer is fucking. Uh, but he's not even playing Tom oh Sawyer. God. He's just playing a grown-up Samuel Clemens. No, 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 no. Mark Twain. That is same Sam, guy. That's the same guy. Whatever. That's you his real name. But whatever. He's not playing. Scrub. He's They're not playing this classic Tom him. Sawyer. He's, yeah, he's playing, playing the grown-up grown Tom, Tom Sawyer. Sawyer. So he could have yeah, just been any American. Yeah, but that makes sense within the at least the setting of LXG because it's all supposed Whatever. to be after their adventures in books, at which point Tom Sawyer is just fucking grown up and has a car. So for those of you listening, never, ever watch this movie. It's yeah. just bad. Don't no, do it. It's not even campy fun. Yeah. Unless you want to do it. And then tell us do about it. it, John. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I will. It sounds like fun. <laughs> so not. I watched Casablanca last night for the first time. Really? Yay! Was it not fantastic? Yeah. Peter Lorre is amazing. One, it was fantastic. Two, I'd it. seen bits and pieces of it on CBC late night movies. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, You've certainly the years. seen most of it pieced together in like Simpsons clips. Well, here's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> half, a good half hour into the movie, I realized I had no idea what it was about beforehand. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, what is, what, why? Play it again, Sam. Get to that part. This yeah. is, this is a love story and I never knew. Sort of. Sort of. Yeah. Pretty much. So it's, it's kind a, of dark. It's a dark I, I heard story, a wonderful yeah. piece of trivia about that film. So they're filming this movie about World War II during World War II. Right. Yep. And then the scene where they start singing La Marseillaise in the in the bar, and they all start crying and whatever, and they're all thinking of their family oh, were yeah. in France and got killed. Those actors were actually singing and crying because they, many of them, actually had family members who were in occupied France and didn't know if they were alive or going to get out. That, that was like as legit as it gets. Yeah, that's insane. Think think about like making a war, a movie about a war happening. Yeah, I, that's like, the other thing. Once the yeah. credits rolled, and I was like, this was filmed in '43. Yeah, that's like Zero Dark Thirty. Like. Yeah. It was current events when it came out. Like totally. you, I watched it like a total period piece. Yeah. Not at all thinking about, man, this is a current events. Except it wasn't Zero Dark Thirty because Zero Dark Thirty, Bin Laden was dead. Like Hitler was alive and well when Casablanca came okay, out. But like it's a, it's a I know thing it's a current rocket. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like still like whatever, fucking. Whatever, The Hurt Locker then. This is like a movie that's happening while yeah. troops yeah, but, are on the ground, you know? Yeah, exactly. It's when we're... <laughs> or the social network. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Like the, just yes. like Casablanca the is like, just like the social network. I spilled the gin a little. <laughs> social so network. I, I go back to Casablanca as a good example of a film that you're like this. This movie would never happen in a contemporary style. Like you can tell the style of the film is incredibly dated, but you can tell that it is still excellent. Yeah. Right. So there's a lot of like people are always asking. Like we had this conversation a few podcasts ago. Where we were talking about old timey video games and how like I still go back and play games from like eighty five regularly. Yeah, and, yeah. Like, just like you, you can be a connoisseur of an art style that is no longer contemporary. Right. Yeah. Uh, you, I'll follow that up. I also just watched uh, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Yep. Yeah. Um, I actually watched that last year. Yeah. And uh, Paul Newman, uh, Robert Redford. Did Again. Much like it? No. No. Mm. Uh, I like the banter a lot between the two of them. Yeah. They were sharp. And I can see that being revolutionary at the yeah. time and why it made such an impact. I don't know. I, when I, in the freezer. Yeah. My um, when I think about the like cowboy movies, I always go more for the Sergio Leone or, super or, like serious Western. Uh, definitely. It's, yeah. I got it in a box set with The Good, The, bag and, uh, the, good, the Bad, and The Ugly yeah. and Magnificent Seven. Yeah. yeah. And completely different movie. Yeah. Also weird photo montages in – Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Yeah. It's like, we're leaving the West to go to Bolivia, and it's a five-minute musical photo montage. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know who thought that would be a good idea. Very 70s. It's a very 70s Which, moment. What did you think of Magnificent Seven? Really, really liked it. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I also, again, this week, because uh, with the new kid, my wife goes to bed around 11, mm -hmm. and there's a feeding at 2, so I stay up until 2, 2.30, right. while she goes to sleep and finally gets a few few hours of Z's. I've been watching all these movies that she would not want to watch at all. Awesome. That's amazing. Uh, and I watched uh, Seven Samurai. Yeah. I was going to say, like, did you see Seven Samurai? I just, just watched it comparison? this week. And, well, it's the direct inspiration for Magnus. Yeah, Seven. yeah. It's like Yojimbo and um, uh, a few dollars more. Holy yeah, no, a fistful of dollars. Fistful of dollars. 
Yeah, Ottawa came uh, very close. Man, you know, remember when we were Kurosawa a couple... Is brilliant. Holy shit, yeah. And really has no idea of what pacing is. <laughs> just nothing. But yeah. all, I, I find that is true of almost... A, Any like, movie that's four hours long? Yes. I was going to say, of almost, like, my, my idea of pacing is I think that like modern pacing was determined by Die Hard. Like, I think... <laughs> like, that's it, not a bad thing. I fucking love Die Hard. <laughs> no, but exactly. But just in terms of like any sort of even like, like, like drama or whatever... Like, just Die Hard kicked up pacing. Like, if we watch movies... the English pacing. You can tell the influence of Die Hard on that movie. You can, though, because there's at least, like... There's fucking, like, even if it's boring, like, dialogue and stuff, there's, like, like, it still moves forward at a pretty, like... Like, the term, like, how quickly the cameras are cut and stuff. Like, I find it's the number one thing that you can tell about aging a film is the pacing. I don't know if people just had longer attention spans. totally 100% fucking right. I remember watching Escape from New York and being like, what the fuck? Because it was supposed to be, like, a violent action, blah, 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 and it is so fucking slow. Yeah. So slow. And then, like, five years later, movies are happening at three times the speed, and I guess... Yeah. I think it'll die. I, right? I, I will say that for action movies, I, I don't know if you want to. No, but I think even like Titanic, like even there's not necessarily action going on all the time in Titanic, but it's like it's the fucking, fucking the love story action. moves yeah. pretty quick. Like there's like scene to scene. Is it's a sh- shitty fucking really crummy love story, however. But Keith, your heart will go on. Uh, yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> if I was ever going to be a professional wrestler, I'd play up the Quebecois angle. Like I thought you were going to say that my name would be called "My Heart Will Go On." And, and the music I would come out would be would be "My Heart Will Go On." Instant because heel, crit. instant heel. Crit. Except for in Montreal, you'd <laughs> right, be exactly. so over I'd, in Montreal. I'd wear blue and white shorts uh, with the fleur de lis on them. Has been done? I feel like in the it's '90s I saw a guy doing that. Well, there was the, uh, the well, the Rougeau brothers did, but that yeah. was that was in the '80s, yeah. And we I have, would totally bring that back. Just just a crusty mustache and come out to near far wherever you are. Poutine in one hand. I'll, I'm, 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 I'm ready to go. Hawaii, Hawaii. I was listening to the. I was listening to the art. Flip off the fans. It'd be great. I was listening to art of uh, art of wrestling. Uh, Cole Cabana's podcast, and the kid CM Punk on, and CM Punk was like, "Man, I like my heels, barrel chested and hairy." He's <laughs> <laughs> like, That's, in my mind, like. In all sorts of wrestling scenarios, that should be the bad guy. A barrel-chested, hairy dude should take out whoever is the fucking champ. And I was like, hmm. Like, there's not enough of that. And he was making fun of fucking John Cena, being like, John Cena can, like, go and eat, like, 12 quarts of Chunky Monkey and then, like, jog for 10 seconds and just keep that shape on. He's like, I absolutely cannot. Apparently, CM Punk is just awful at staying in shape. Obviously, Colt was like, man, look at me, bro. <laughs> It's like I'm a doughy Jew. Have you seen the CM Punk movie yet? No, not yet. Damn it. There's a CM Punk movie? What's the WWE DVD? Like yeah. It's the rise of CM Punk or whatever. Like it has a whole bunch of his old-timey matches. and It's excellent. It's like I've seen a lot of those. Apparently DVDs. the Mick Foley one is amazing. The new one? Uh, the, the trailer for it's amazing. I haven't seen the movie yet. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Commercials. Walter, Walter saw it and uh, Walter picked it up right away. Yeah. Did he talk about how the WWE experience was? He said it was fucking amazing. He's yeah. like, um, the actual WrestleMania was like kind of just sort of like the icing on the cake, or whatever. But the the whole weekend they have uh, like WrestleCon, which is like a, a convention that they have going on. Like, oh, and it's not even associated with WWE. Like, really? all the in, like all the independent feds come in. Like, like there's like ROH and uh, what is it, Shakara? King of Trios, Chikara. Chikara, like all those other like indie th- indie feds are in there, like doing their doing their thing and okay. fucking whatever. And he's like, and they had $5 wrestling on Fridays or whatever, which was just like, kind of like anybody, like for five bucks, there was a couple of, uh, a couple of like low carters and stuff like that, just from the WWE, mm-hmm. not wrestling under their WWE names. We're right. just like, they're doing a match. And be like, oh shit. Like obviously none of the headliners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they were all around. And he's like, and even absolute actual WrestleMania was, Sorry, got super distracted. Yeah, it was, it was watching hockey. Yeah, you're true. talking. A visual. <laughs> I know. I was like, someone, someone, jump in, and cut me off or something. Come I'd on like now, to, guys. But anyhow, yeah, no. And then the actual WrestleMania, even though his seats were in the fucking nosebleeds, he said was fucking still like super fun and like the entire everybody who's there, like he's like especially because it's WrestleMania, like everybody's there because they're like a mega fan. Right. So like your entire section of people, like when you're just sort of like starting cheers going, and even if they only like happen in your section and don't like catch in the arena, you're still like yeah, like high fiving around. Oh, they just scored. I'm lying. Why would you do that to me? Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm a huge bitch. <laughs> 
I'm laughing. I'm going to make the Scottish guy feel super awkward when You're he not comes. allowed to talk about it. Oh. Because he listens to the fucking fights. Fuck you, Keith. <laughs> Fuck you. He's one of our biggest fans now. That's how we liked on the Facebook page. Yeah, he did. John McGovern. Don't. Okay. Yeah. He says he like, currently, if you go to the 9 to 5 Facebook page and you look at who just liked us, it's mm. him. Yes. Oh, looks like getting red. Shut up. So if you actually like Sophie and you're one of our listeners and you want to scare off the new boy, <laughs> go like us on Facebook. That's, that's great. If you that's like nice, Sophie guys. in any way, shape, or form, like us on Facebook. <sighs> and follow Sophie on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're a band or something. Speaking of bands, I went to Pagan Fest. Pagan Fest. Pagan Fest. Two weeks ago. How was Pagan Fest? That doesn't sound very musical at all. It doesn't at all. um, Actually, the really cool ones that were fun to listen to were Hydevoke, the shirt I am wearing currently. Hydevoke. No umlauds. Tear and. um, I feel there should be umlauds in their name. How many of those bands have umlauds on them? None. Are you sure? There's no. There's no. A Hydevoke. Sideways umlaud. Whatever. I think it's a colon. It's a colon. There's a colon, a colon at the end of their name. <laughs> I got to meet them. I got to meet these guys. They signed my hands and gave me a signed photograph of them because they thought it was fun. Heidvork. <laughs> colon. What kind of music is this? Pagan Fest. It sounds a lot metal. like a mighty wind. You know? I don't know. Or Jethro Tull. <laughs> it's like folk metal. Like like medieval metal. It's it's amazing fun. Okay. Metal. Folk <laughs> metal. Whatever. Explain like I'm five. <laughs> folk metal. I can't, Keith. You know this. I don't talk to children for that very reason. Is it like punk music? No! Fuck you in the punk! So no. all, all, all I'm thinking of is like... like no, that would be Elevati, and they weren't playing. Electric oh. <laughs> That is people, a band. People do that. <laughs> people do that, but that was not at the that fucking at the pagan no. fest. No. James Hetfield on the panpipes. Yeah. <laughs> you guys suck. I like that you had a band just ready for that. Like, that would be Elevati. They do that. Well, I know this. You guys... Oh, why can't you share any of what, my interests? What's Heidevolk sound like? Like amazing fun and riding unicorns on a rainbow. Sophie, you gotta write an article With about this. With long hair and a Just, beard. Um, write an like article album, about this. Album reviews that no metal band ever would put on the back of their album. <laughs> yeah, like, like riding a unicorn on a rainbow. <laughs> I feel like you're misrepresenting Heidevolk. And if they're listening, they're like, this is not what we sound like. No, okay. They, they were... <laughs> we are no unicorn riders. <laughs> Okay, shut up. Picture a bunch of Vikings with like metal instruments and two vocalists as opposed to just one. And that is Heidevoke. And they put on a wicked show. No! That's epic metal. I actually don't like Dragon Force. Really? Yeah. Why? But because they're so metal. so much fun. They're not so metal. I just find they're too much. Huh. And I wait, don't wait, wait. Like metal? Those. Too much for metal? Is that even possible? No, too much for me. Yeah, but Heidevolk is epic Vikings with two singers instead of one, but that's just not right. too much. That's it's just, just right. right. It's just enough <laughs> facial hair for me. Um, oh, did yeah. they have braided facial hair? No, but they had pretty facial hair, and they were all really sweet to me. Aww. Yeah. Aww. <laughs> Sorry, Scottish boy. <laughs> Shut up. Seriously. <laughs> you said that we have to give him a shout out. Oh, no, wait. You no, made... I was talking about <laughs> Philip Blay. Hi, Phil. <laughs> Phil, we know that you're listening to us in Vancouver every week, so... Yeah, we have a listener every week who's never commented or anything. Thanks, Phil. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for being a dick, Keith. (laughs) Go Sharks. Oddly enough, the best memory that Keith has of Phil is um, Philip and I one day went to Chinatown and bought a bunch of colorful dumplings that came with a sugar sauce, kind of a frosting. So we took a bunch of inappropriate um, photos holding these balls and with the frosting all over our faces. Frosted. Frosted. Mm-hmm. It looked like really bad uh, cum shots. Huh. Sophie wanted to, on a previous podcast, <laughs> figure out if she could make makeup cum. Did you ever do that, Sophie? Oh, I forgot. Okay, I need to do that when I go home. <laughs> I'm going to try to make makeup cum. Yeah, I will. I'm going to make fake semen. Hopefully, it's edible. <laughs> Hopefully. Because Keith knows he's the one. Don't get that in your eye. Uh... <laughs> I don't know. Everything's edible if you're, if you're metal enough. I knew this would happen. As soon as I start talking, I forget to take notes down. Like, eat men. Yeah. Isn't there a guy who ate a plane? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Except that he can't make 
reform that plane into anything in his hand. I remember watching like old anime videos when they used to have the. Uh, God, that would have been amazing if at the end of it he just pulled it all the parts together. Like, oh shit, it's Eat Man. He just can't eat really fast. It just <laughs> takes a really long time to eat the metal thing. Yeah, I remember when you watch like those old animes that like trailers for other animes, mm-hmm. and that was when I started to like realize that I was like, oh, maybe anime isn't for me, and I just like some of them. Yep. But the whole the oh, yeah. genre, the genre on the whole. Perhaps not. But Eat Man was one of them. And like they had like, the super serious voiceover guy and being like, a man born with the power to eat anything metal and then make weapons out of his left hand. I was like, that is a premise. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I guess that qualifies as a premise. That's like a fucking, there's like 40 episodes of that shit or something. For me, it was Crest of Stars. I don't even remember what it was about, but I, you know, living with Chris Herman there, he was always animating the house on the yep. screen. Yeah. And, like, you know, like, I used to, like, sit down and watch, like, fucking so much of it with him. And then I sat down and watched, like, two hours of Crest of Stars. And I was like, I hate this. And I hate myself for sitting here watching this. I'm going to leave now and I'm never going to watch anime again. And I, I pretty much haven't. There might have been, like, one or two. Like, we went to see the, the Eva movie. Yeah, and, like, we watched, oh, those like, are good. Episode I like those. two of Fully Cooly, which was, that was kind of fun. But, like, I, it just, like, totally soured me to anime through and through. I watch, so I watch Bebop every now and then. I rewatch it. Yeah, but like you, fu- you pick and choose one or two, you know, that are that are like really good. And like it's, I find it, it's sort of weird though that somehow people are like, "Oh, do you like anime?" And I'm like, "That's like, that's a broad." Do you like, like action music? films? <laughs> well, I, like, I don't know. It's kind of a broad question. But it's not even like, do you like action films? Because you could be like, "Oh yeah, I'm super into fucking." Come on! Oh my god. It, it's Keith, like you, you shouldn't watch. talk about the TV. It's a visual medium. When, when your up. lips are moving, you should look away. <laughs> I know it's so bad. The opposite happens, and I see two on ones. Anyway, I was gonna say, but like, there's what was it? Fuck it. There it is. Move. Ding 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 ding. I'm not impressed, Keith. Whatever, Sophie. I am not impressed. Yeah, but now it's tied. Yeah, exactly. But the three of us are really into the playoffs. As excited as we all are, Keith. You were the one telling a story. Correct. <laughs> my roommate, Hentai Mark, my old roommate, Hentai Mark. Because he really liked chicken ties. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Mark like little... Pilon, we're talking about you. <laughs> uh, explain to me harem anime or whatever else like that, which is like an entire subgenre of anime where like a reluctant boy gets like fawned over by a group of girls. Like It's not even like a sexual thing. It's not even a hentai thing. There's like... After school harem animes kind of thing, which are completely G rated, but it's just like a nerdy boy who, for some reason, say like five alien girls beam to his room and are all like, He's in charge of Earth, we must worship him. And then he's like, No, I'm embarrassed, we must go out about our daily work. And, and 40. Like, vaguely sexual shit happens. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, embarrass him exactly. Then, they're like, We yeah. are all showering together. And I'm like, No, it's you can't normal do it. Planets. No, oh, no, I'm so awkward and I'm a teenage boy. Yeah, and you're like, there's no action. There's no fucking anything. That's just, it. That's the joke. That's 40 the episodes. joke. Yeah, and you're like, thanks, anime. Yep. Fuck. Like that. Right, well, what's your favorite anime, then? Cowboy Bebop? John? Really? <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I like the first season of Record of Lotus War. Record of Lotus War was I mean, Cowboy, Be- Cowboy Bebop and Ava are like... Probably Evangelion. I take that back. I, I watched that, the whole of Eva probably like six times. Okay. I loved uh, Record of Lotus War, and I liked Fushigi Yugi. Fushigi Yugi. Uh, no one mentioning... Full Metal Alchemist. What um, the fuck? People keep telling me to see that. Full Metal Alchemist is very, very, it's very good. It's pretty cool. It's very long, very good. It's got that epic, kind of uh, very it, it, epic feel to it. It, it lasts a, really long. I, I was told it's in a sense a little bit like Eva, where it starts off being something you like expect and understand, and then just goes like fucking off the deep end at the. Yeah, a little bit like Trigon also. Except Trigon's it, like that yeah, too. Trigon's except like three or four episodes into, into FMA. It hints at how dark it is. Yeah. You're just like, oh, Eva certainly does too. That is really dark. Well, yeah, which is how he makes his brother. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. His, because it's a uh, like the, the the first principle of alchemy is uh, what is equivalent it? exchange. Equivalent exchange. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he's like this like fucking uh, alchemist prodigy guy mm-hmm. who's trying to get his mother back from the dead. Okay. Figuring that he'll give up a bit of his life force and, like, a bit of his brother's life force. No, he didn't figure that. But that's what he was going for. Well, he was going for ingredients. So he got salt. He got physical ingredients. He didn't think that... Because maybe he didn't understand the principle of equivalent exchange correctly. You were... Ugh! I'm so angry at Keith today, guys. Listeners, I'm really angry at Keith today. Keep it up. Keep it right up. Yep. It's gonna make good listening. For many, many reasons. I locked my keys in the trunk. Yes, he did. did. (laughs) 
locked me out of anyway, his Anyway, yeah, so it's like, that gets fucked up, and then he ends up, like, nearly losing the soul of his brother, so, like, he fucking, like, slapdash binds the soul of his brother to a fucking, like, suit of armor, because all of his brother got eaten up in the fucking thing, yep. like, and you're just sort of like... And he lost his arm, and his mother was reborn completely as a monstrous chimera nightmare. Huh. Yeah. Also lost a leg. Super terrifying. Yeah. Like yeah. Tetsuo when it goes wrong. Yeah. You know? Like yeah. that. Cool. I'm your mother. Akira. How do we not mention Akira? Akira's it's not a series, though. It's a standalone. It's not a series. That's, yeah. that's very true. It's a no, no. We were talking anime, though. You oh, no. Say that's like, your favorite anime. There's, like, series like, movie-wise, there's, like, Akira, Ninja Scroll, Ghost in the Shell, or all three of them, I think, like, epic fucking standalone. Uh, you know, N- Ninja Scroll, I think, is completely endeared because we all saw it as teenage boys. And we're all titillated by the snake. And it's... It, no, wait, it's, even the first scene when he's fucking walking across the mist-covered fucking bridge there, and then, like... You know, the, I don't think I've seen it in the better part of a decade. The bandits... I, I have. The it's bandits, not as good. The bandits show up, it's and he fucking tosses his fucking little, like, rice dumpling up into the air, fucking kills all the bandits, and then, like, Catches has his hand out. I was introduced to anime when I was 14 years old by my older cousin, and the first thing I ever saw was Legend of the Overfiend. Holy Whoa. shit, fuck. Yep. No, getting right Akira. in there, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Akira, an unknowing... Akira hey, this looks like a cool one. cartoon movie. I'll rent yeah. it. I had the exact same experience. Yeah. I must have been like seven or six or something, and I was sitting in my cousin's basement. Oh, and, shit. That was, and, that's young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my, and my uncle came in. He's like, hey, I got you a Japanese animation. Why don't you boys sit down and watch it? And he like sits down and... He must have been high or something. And we got to the scene where they... You're like, why, gun- why is Leonardo talking? <laughs> no, that was the remake. No, Leonardo. Oh, yeah, yeah, the original one. The original anyway, dub. They, they, we got to the scene where he machine guns that dude in the street, and they're rescuing, yeah. uh, what's his face? Oh, the wow. riots very right. early. Yeah, and right. my uncle was like, oh, sorry, boys, we're not finishing this. Ooh. And yeah. then later that night, you snuck and popped it in or whatever? It's, it's a scene where the, 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 the gang beats up the girl. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they yeah. just they rip her shirt off, and they break her nose. It's and so the, fucking The animation, animation quality was also so fucking good. Yeah. yeah, like, no, it like was... compared to what else was that was like eighty six that it came out. Compare other TV shows that you saw as a kid in eighty six, fucking Transformers and GI Joe and shit, and then yeah, that shit doesn't count though. Well, Transformers the movie has really good animation. I'll come, give it that. It, it, well, it it was all yeah. animated in Japan, but yeah. Yeah. the animation is very still, good. It still has it. the stuff like fucking Optimus behind the building and coming out with the cartoon. The cartoon, the cartoon does has all that crap. Yeah. But the movie is re- really well animated. Yeah, yeah, the movie is exceedingly well animated. The but, yeah, no, the the bike scene, just the yeah. taillights. So oh, that was yeah. just fantastic. Just like, why didn't anyone ever do this and before? It looks amazing. Music, yeah. fucking to this day, I could listen to the, milk, the Akira milk, soundtrack. Milk, 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 milk. So good. First, yeah, my first was Ninja Scroll in French, late night on somewhere. Yeah. My yeah. first would have to be Robotech. I, I no, no, that's true. Robotech. That's true. Robotech. I forgot about Robotech. My five, six years old and watching Robotech at five in the morning. Yeah, I watch Robotech with my brother. They, the, ah, uh, what's it called? Wait, does it count? Does anime count if you used to watch the French dub version as a kid? Totally. Like, You're talking Cap- Albator. That's that was me. See yeah. Albator, the Corsair oh, de l'espace. Sorry, I was. Or Goldorak. Yeah. Yeah. Astro Boy. Astro Boy. Astro Boy. What was Neon Rider in French? Not Neon Rider. Neon Rider was that TV show. Yes, it was. Fucking uh, the one with the horse. The yeah. anime where it was like a horse. It was something Rider. Like My Little Pony. No. Are you talking My, it little, was my pony? little Pony? Wasn't it? Keith <laughs> is a brony. I'm a brony. <laughs> no, fucking Sparkle Pony. Brushed her hair and okay. You guys stuff. talk amongst yourselves. I'm gonna find out about this Rider <laughs> thing. Are you serious? No. No. Are you serious? No. no. I still. I, I have all of Robotech. It's so hard to watch. Oh. We tried. Remember, we had a night. Look, we're gonna watch Robotech. I've never Robotech seen it. Yeah, but then we had like 22 people there. It was too many. And we also had like four two fours that all disappeared. Yeah. All I ever got from Robotech was when Hooper had me over when we were something like 16, and we watched Macross Plus, I think. That was well, Macross Plus is that was great. great. And he was all about the chicken cows. Which is when one of the pilots drives by as a field, and there's a bunch yep. of chicken cows in there, and he's like, "Look at it, chicken cows!" That, I was like, that That's little miniseries weird. is so full of rich little details in the background. Yeah. Like that. Super hard to find now, eh? Really? Yeah. Even online. If Pirate Bay wouldn't uh, would carry that. Crazy. I've looked for it. If, if I will, uh, I will, I'll give it a go. I, I would uh, totally rewatch it. If I remember correctly, it's four one-hour episodes. Yep. Yeah. Not super long. Very, very interesting, entertaining. Set in the Macross universe, in the Robotech universe, but it has its own little storyline about entity, uh, the the lead singer of a the big pop star is like an, an AI. Yeah. It's about her. Yeah. It's Macross Plus? It's yeah. Macross Plus. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Yeah, yeah. Really good. Really good looking. 
Guys, it was Saber Rider and the Star Sheriffs. Saber Rider and the Star Sheriffs. I've never even heard of that. Oh, that I think made it up. Origin. Sci-fi Can in the 80s. Can you bring me uh, my other drink? It's in a freezer. Sci-fi in the 80s was super weird. Like, they just would let anything go. You mean like right? Captain Power and the soldiers in the future? <laughs> okay, yes. All right, guys. Captain hang on. Hang on, hang on. Humans are colonizing the whole galaxy, creating artificial planets and asteroids. However, peace is threatened by the bandits of the Vapor Zone. An alternate dimension, Commander Ruel decides to fight back and recruits his daughter, Marianne, scientist genius girl, along with fencer Richard Belmont, pilot Shinji Hikari, and bounty hunter Bill Wilcox. Together, they fight the bandits with their mecha, Did you the say mighty Bismarck. Pilot Shinji Hikari? Shinji Hikari. You know, that sounds wow. like a winning yes. team. <laughs> yes. Shinji Hikari is the pilot on the... He's of the one. mecha pilot. It's Shinji Hikari, the mecha pilot. Yes. yes. As opposed to pilot Shinji Hikara. And bound to gunder Bill Wilcox. Because he will? Yep, 52 nice. episodes, 23 minutes per. They right. were originally produced in 1984. Saber Rider. Yeah. All right, so that, that, that. that... They were in French. Over. I'm a little bit younger than you. Yeah, you are much younger than me, but I mean, no, not much. Well, I mean, a few years, it still makes a huge difference, but I never even heard of that. Yeah. And okay, as so far that... as French cartoons go, I'm pretty in, man. Pretty in, man. Yeah. I love how Sophie was like, I got these gluten free drinks, and I was like, oh, she got like some sort of gluten free beer, and she's drinking bottled Clamato. <laughs> I'm drinking Caesars! They are delicious! <laughs> they so, are. So delicious. worried about gluten free after eating a hamburger at the bun. I had a hamburger. Who cares? There's a bit of gluten in there. Your gluten tummy cares. I didn't eat all day. I was going to have so food. So, 80s sci-fi was totally presented to kids all the time, right? Ding, ding, ding. Every, every Saturday morning, kids were just exposed to tons and tons of science fiction, right? Like, oh, from, like we discussed this. Even He-Man is fucking sci-fi. Yeah, Robotech, and then you get Transformers, but then you get stuff like... Uh, yeah, Joe, even it's pretty sci-fi. There's laser beams and fucking weather dominators. Yeah, yeah. Um, Contemporary sci-fi, but sci-fi. Yeah, fucking uh, Silverhawks. Yep. Silver way, way sci-fi. Visionaries, sci-fi. Dino Riders. <laughs> Dino Riders. <laughs> Mask. Mask. Oh my Very god. Very science fiction. Cops. 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 Fighting crime so in a future like time. Notes about this. We were soaking in sci-fi. We were also so soaking weird. in fucking cartoons. Yeah, yeah, we were. Like I don't understand. Like I was like, you could like sit up and like. Seven, eight o'clock in the morning or whatever. Watch until fucking one. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Okay, but like it, it wasn't all it wasn't all like Smurfs and and yeah. a lot of action cartoons, right? A lot of action cartoons, but a lot of science fiction cartoons, man. I had a mask car. Did I? I had some. I had the black story. and gray one, like the one. Like I think that was like the, the red one. Oh, fucking pole position! That was anime and cartoon. Pole, position? pole position. Pole position. Very amazing theme song. Go YouTube that right now. <laughs> Put us on pause. Go watch the pole position theme song. You'll be grooving. You like you want to be in a car after having listened to that theme song. See, Kid Video does that to me. The theme song. Kid I Video want... also science fiction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it totally Captain is. Captain and the Game Master. Hard science fiction. So yeah, bizarre no. science game fiction. The game yeah, master. the Game Master. Oh. Yeah, no, um, pole pole position was, was had two cars. Uh, a guy and a girl. A guy and a girl car that had like a little screen that like talked and stuff. Like Knight Rider? Kind of. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like two pilots who were like race car pilots. Who I just feel like wait, it's wait, cheating. Wait, what? Race car pilots? Yeah. You're a pilot. Okay. No, you're a driver. You're a pilot. You are the wheel man. I think that the cars flew. In French, it's pilot. So I feel like pilot is correct. <laughs> anyway, yeah, which I feel is that gave them an unfair advantage in every race since their cars had like artificial intelligence going on. Mm. They're just sort of like, they could outsmart the cars. Anyhow, yeah. The only one I really remember from pole position is there was one with the, uh, the what's that fucking monument in the States with the faces? Mount Rushmore. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the States. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it was like the main character was climbing Mount Rushmore. And like there was like a little girl who was watching her. And it was anime, right? Yeah. It, was, it was originally Japanese. Well, a lot of the animation that was done for those Saturday cartoons was done in, in Japan. And Korea. Or France. There's this whole weird French connection with animation. They're yeah, there really is. Like, yeah. It's because they did oh, the best translation. When um, the Cartoon Network... What's his face? Lupin? That? Arsène Lupin? Yeah. yeah. That's, good. That's, that's anime, though. That's Japanese animation. Really? I thought it was a French... They, there was French versions of Lupin. It was very popular in France. Okay. But French it was all animated. Really but like um, Ivanhoe... 
had there was like a whole series of like Robin Hood and Ivanhoe and stuff that was all Canal Plus animated in France. Turn it off, Keith. <laughs> Gotta get to the chorus. Man, we told people to pause it and go look for it. They said Danger Zone yeah, in the song. Yeah. Okay. All right, All right. moving on. Yeah, it's amazing. Seriously. <laughs> um, that? What else? There was like a weird space sheriff, <laughs> Texas <laughs> Rangers. Yeah. yeah. Oh, or high school in, in space. Remember that one? Uh, space Galaxy Ace? High. Galaxy High. Galaxy High, yeah. Galaxy high and no, Space Ace. I don't remember that. Galaxy oh. High was amazing. Galaxy High was also really good. I it had a good theme song, too. I, so. <laughs> <laughs> I can't quite remember it, but I remember jamming out to the fucking Galaxy High. I remember being theme. dumb as shit. That that was like one of the moments where I was like, maybe I just don't like cartoons anymore. Galaxy <laughs> <laughs> High. Yeah. I thought it was so stupid. And I was you think it was like Monster seven. High? Because Monster High was pretty bad. I don't know. Galaxy High. Like. It was Galaxy High. No, the opening sequence had the like the, the like star football guy kicking a football and it like flies into space and then what? That's dumb. It was the, just the intro. It wasn't supposed to be like. Okay. But yeah, like we were steeped. Totally. At, yeah. In science fiction, in fantasy, right? Dungeons and Dragons. You know what fucks it up? The Pokemans. You think? <laughs> I really do. I don't know. That, that shit's all over Reddit. And we're just, I think, from the generation just, you know, before. just before the Pokemans. Uh, no, I, I'm, I'm from the generation before that, and so is Scott. Yeah, yeah. just before. All of us are. I, I, I think yeah, exactly. I, I Keith would like, be the, the cut line. I, for, I would be the, the only one, and I was in, I think, grade nine when Pokemon came out. And I played all the way through, and I got all 150. It was because it was a fucking portable RPG. It was the only reason I played it, because it was like on the Game Boy. Yeah. My wife played it, too. I was like, this is fun. Jeez. And then I did it, and then I was like, okay. And it was like, I remember like wrapping the game at 100%, and then the cartoon came out, and I was like, what yeah. is this? <laughs> like, this is not at all well, the my, thing. My wife played Red and Gold, and yeah. Could never she's got them on, her, on a Game Boy. Never. Yeah, but I, I tried to play it, but then there was only one save, point, save slot. Really? And she was like, you can save over it. And I'm like, I can't save over your game that's got 98%. I just, <laughs> I can't do it. Like, <laughs> She's like, like, I'm never playing that game again. I'm like the principal of it. It's okay, I'm, I'm the same way. Yeah, my, I can... my, uh, my po- copy of Pokemon Red is going to, the battery backup is going to melt or some point, and then it's not going to be able to save. <laughs> That's what happens on I all tr- cartridges. I tried getting into it, and I couldn't, and it's crazy, because I was, like, obsessed with the Game Boy RPGs. Like, I played all the way through Final Fantasy Legends 1, 2, and 3, Final <laughs> Fantasy Adventures 1 and 2. A.K.A. Garbage. Yeah, they were pretty There's bad. There's a new one on the iPod, eh? Like... Yeah, Chris Herman was saying it, yeah. and he said it was really, really good. It was a free demo. I played through it. I was like, oh, this is so nostalgic and amazing. You didn't want to buy it? Uh, it's $20. It was, it was a battery drain. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was hard to play for like three, four hours at a time. Wait. Yeah. Hmm. I could was never do the Pokemon thing. Hey. I just couldn't. Yeah. No, but like, it's the handheld RPG is where it just got me. Same thing, too, with when I was like the, the, the redux of... Um, Final Fantasy Tactics on the PSP. Yeah. Where I was like, holy shit, this is exactly what I'm going to I just, play I'm right now. I'm through it right now, and I'm loving every second of it. So it feels fucking, so good. So good. And I would love to play that. That's right up my alley. Yeah. <laughs> Playing old games on a new system. Yeah. Sounds great. Well, they, no, but they fixed the... Uh, they add some cutscenes. Like, remember, like, the... They had cutscenes animated. animated. Cutscenes all over. They look yeah, but, like, yeah. more like the like the drawings, right? Because the cutscenes were always weird in Final Fantasy Tactics. Uh, they, like, Amano did all the character design? Yes. It's not Amano. For three, it's not a mano. He did it for two and three. Yeah, no, but it's not. It's not Yoshitaka Amano. It's another guy. It's another like up there with Yoshitaka Amano, but he's. It's not as effeminate. It's the weird style with no mouth. Yeah, right. Very very small mouth and then the. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it looks like. like, Wait, distinguish. Yeah, but it looks somehow like old timey anime. Yeah, like that's what it looks like, right? It looks like somehow anime that was drawn in the century. Yeah, yeah. They also they they fixed up all the all the dubbing, not the dubbing, but the the translation. Okay. Except it's hilarious though because they made it worse almost in a sense. They like they try to use like hyper old timey English, just like all wrong. But it's not as bad as the original. Like the original was like now is not time to be lackadaisical about such things. You're like. So you throw that in that Are sentence, buddy. I I got a good feeling. Yeah. But Do it's funny since English? Yeah. right right at the end of the game, uh, because what is it? Helm's Deep? No, not Helm's Deep. Deep dive or whatever. Like the weird, the you deep know, the, dungeon. The deep dungeon. Yeah. So the the bar that you need to go to with the clues to get to the deep dungeon, yeah. like just as a throwback when you get there, is all fucking done like a thousand times worse than the original tactics Amazing. ever was. It was like dungeons deep and terrors full of and stuff like. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's just like fucking gibberish garbage. I was yeah. like fucking dying of laughter. I was like on the bus or something, just like ah, like laughing at my PSP mm-hmm. as like a bunch of characters forgot how to be translated just in that bar. <laughs> anyway, yeah, there's also some extra character classes. Yep, yeah, I yeah. can't wait. Yeah, 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 they're super OP though. Yeah. Well, one of them is. The, the, Dark, the, the Dark Knight is just completely broken. Yeah. And it's if you a get character it, class you can give to drones? Yeah, yeah. It's it's fuck. You can't give the drones. You can fucking give it to Ramza. Is who you can give it to. Okay. Like it's so broken. Like either you need more than becoming a mathematician to do it. Like it's you just need a stupid amount of character skills. Uh, to for me, it was always dancer, dancer, bard, bard. And I would just oh, really? I would run around and hide for like the five rounds, and they would all Getting be buffs. S- <laughs> speed up, speed up for the bards, and slow down, slow down for the dancers. And then you're just running around yelling. Yeah, I'm running around yelling with the ninja weapons, two-handed dual, attack. Dual, dual wield, yeah. so, dual wield equip sword. That's yeah. the strongest in the game. And that was what I would. You that was what I would do. Plus three or whatever from thief, and then you become a knight. And knights have the ba- biggest damage output with swords, and then you two-hand swords from ninja, and yeah, you yeah. fucking destroy. And then it was dancer, dancer, bard, bard. And one of those guys. And then just they would just sit there dancing and screaming and dancing yeah. and, and <laughs> singing. And by the time Ramza would run up. With, after having yelled for five rounds with his two weapons, he would just be like a magic bullet on that bad guy. Just Sounds fun. Is that a vibrator? I guess. I'll take your word on it, John. A magic bullet? No, the magic bullet is uh, like a... A blender. A blender. Maybe. I have just... one of those, sort of. No, I don't. Not anymore. There's like Sophie's like, nope, I was thinking the vibrator. <laughs> <laughs> I had one of those. Nope. Wait. Lost it in the last breakup. Yeah. <laughs> Oddly enough, it did, but <laughs> still not a vibrator. <laughs> great. I'm sorry. We're uh, coming up to the hour. Do we have anything we want to plug on the website? Stuff that's coming up. I like the article about our our, t- our temple of evil. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, it was, it was well received on Reddit. Yeah. We we front paged R D and D and R R P G. Yeah. Oh, yes, I made a request with Keith, so I might as well put it out here now. Mm-hmm. When you play the other module, can we play it on the night where I'm not committed to something else, like Raid? Like, you know, a Monday or sure. a Tuesday. Try. Yeah, because yeah. we talked about playing another old-timey module. Yeah, 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 totally. I really want to play that one. There was one, there's a module that's out there. I can't remember the name of it. And if we had some an actual fan base, Philip Blair. <laughs> Someone would tell us what it is. But there's like Scottish a boy. Stop Scottish, it. I swear Scottish to God, I will boy, kill you for Philip endangering him. Stacy. Hey, Stacy. Stacy, actually, because I was like, whatever, Stacy, we don't fact check on the podcast. And she's like, a few minutes later, you fact checked on the podcast. <laughs> I was like, okay, we don't fact check everything on the yeah, podcast. Okay. It really depends on our whims. <laughs> Okay, what's the other? The other yeah, the other. It's like this fucking module that's supposed to be like, like considered to be one of the top five best old timey first gen fucking modules, but it's also not made by TSR. Interesting. Which I really. If you can find the name, I'll happily track it down. Yeah, yeah. I kind of. Speaking of John, I want to totally throw this out there. Um, I will get back into role playing for a one-off session if you run Lords of Creation. <laughs> What the oh fuck is, <laughs> is It's like this wacky fucking I don't know what do you even call it. It's like a like a rifts style light. system, but it's like very like the system is very light and it was written by one dude and Scott found <laughs> both of the box sets and gave them to me two weeks ago. Oh yeah, those are them. Yeah, I, I tried reading through them. They're they're fucking wacky as shit. Yep. Like rifts level. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah, so I have part two and possibly part three coming up for Tomb of Horror. Yeah, great. I know there's at least like two things. Oh, we, we gotta actually get together and finish it, I guess, after we get back from. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're also gonna start doing group spears. movie reviews at some point. Fight with yes! Rack. Yeah, we talked about that. Those are coming soon. I don't know how those are gonna work out because I'm working four to midnight June, July. Yeah. It's gonna be this whole fucking thing that we need to, we need to do. I don't know. I think we could do maybe some Sunday afternoons, like nine to five days. What? Just, I've been thinking about movies today. Like on a Sunday afternoon, we're like, watch a movie, do a podcast, write some strips. And we're going to be like zombies, and none of the articles are going to make sense, and my doodles are going to look like a five-year-old's. I don't think you need to draw them, but I mean, we write the comics, we watch a movie, we do a podcast. In the afternoon? Yeah. That's, ow. Gives us a good reason to drink early in the day. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about, day drinking. Has anyone ever mixed beer and coffee? Oh, remember Molson Drew Kick? Perry. Molson <laughs> Kick. Molson <laughs> Kick. Scott, you got anything coming up? Uh, the new comic is coming up. 
by yeah, the time yeah. this podcast is up. So by the time this podcast comes up, the new yeah. storyline answering true. what happened to the characters after <laughs> someone pigeonholed the storyline into <laughs> killing people. Uh, it's really metaphysical. Lots of heaven, the afterlife. It gets pretty deep. Power. It's kind of, a little. I don't want to. I don't want to. Like, Buddhism. It's, it's not out yet, and so I don't want to jinx it. But I'm gonna say better than Evangelion. <laughs> <laughs> Like if I just if I could put it out there, it's definitely more wordsy. <laughs> more wordsy. I had to lower the font for the latest comic. <laughs> words are words are smaller. That is my run on the comic. They go right out of the go, they go, go right ahead. out of the borders. Borders are just a suggestion in this one. Yeah, go ahead. You know, mostly because I started drawing backgrounds. What backgrounds? I thought we were trying to. Try, this is this is. This isn't behind-the-scenes stuff. I thought we were going to try to resize the panels. Did that happen, or is that not happening? Well, to resize them, it needs that. to be reshaped them, and that hasn't happened. I see. I thought I joined that conversation. Is nope, that, that definitely happened. Oh. <laughs> All right, we need to talk about behind the scenes. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Sophie, do you have any drawings for us coming up? Um, none that I can show. What? We're an R-rated website. We're a completely X-rated website. Okay, well, in that There's case, bleeding. I went to a fetish event and painted some really cool latex wings on some chick. There you go. So on her wait, front? If she's, like, no. all right well, with the showing. <laughs> no, I'm not going to. No. Show it. No. We have poop eating on our website. A naked girl eating poop is on our website. Hate to tell you, whatever <laughs> your fucking happened to your friend in the latex, she's not eating poop. That's true. <laughs> That's, yeah, then I then I made comical captions of that naked poop eating scene like ten <laughs> times in a row. Yep, that's a thing. It it's is on the thing. website. Look it up, guys. I did an art. That did art. If you go up into the Google search and type "Salo," you'll find an awesome article by John and then hilarious caption contest mm-hmm. with the only competitor being me. It's great. I'm glad that I can say I have written the internet's definitive article on something, even if it is Salo. <laughs> 120 days of Sodom. John, you have anything coming up? No. Or? <laughs> 90s. Yeah. Abs it up two one over Ottawa. I'm Keith. I'm site in general uh please take the time to like us on facebook we are number nine to five d-o-t-c-c nine to five dot c-c on facebook and uh also follow us on twitter we're at sign number nine t-o number five c-c on twitter so uh and also be sure to check back on the site for something on mondays probably uh we have zombies and loathing after the bomb usually on tuesdays we have a new comic in 95 illustrated every wednesday a new podcast every week usually on thursday it's either going to be a 90s or a go plug yourselves and on fridays we have fine arts with either sophie and scott and uh you know maybe john will even uh, contribute one of his mega articles at some point too you can only hope all right thanks 9to5.cc we're not working why should you Thanks for listening.